check one two that's a steve lacy song by the way <laughs> welcome to inside abode y'all so this is our black history month series we are now a couple podcasts in thank you for listening if you haven't taken a listen uh go back and listen there's some really good information there and if you have not subscribed please hit that add button and we are streaming everywhere apple spotify wherever you can find podcasts so that said let's get into today's guest john frazier Fraser, what's up man what up yeah t- so uh tell him tell him about yourself who are you uh john frazier school counselor uh in the tacoma public schools uh born and raised in tacoma so it's really cool to be born and raised here and to uh get into education you nervous right now Absolutely. <laughs> so we were Dave. We were talking about this early on, right? That this was my first ever podcast, yes. and I've listened to Jesus. So it takes me about a half an hour to get to work every day. Well, about twenty five minutes or so. So some days it's twenty five, some days it's thirty. But uh, most days I, I try to listen to uh, things that inspire me, things mm-hmm. for better understanding, like race. Uh, or in race and how that impacts education. Yeah, no, that's 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 dope. We've had a lot of people on here. It's their first pod, and I think over time you just go. I have never had anyone go like that was terrible. Like I'm trying to like ever do that again. Everyone's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And they're like, yeah, come on next time. But anyway, so yeah, today we're so we're talking Black History Month, and so I, you know, you're you do important work in the district. And how long have you been teaching in education for? No, uh, this is year eighteen. Okay, so you're 18, damn, 18, 18 years, it's been that years. long? And I still look young. <laughs> I know, yeah, you look like you're on year 10, <laughs> bro. Um, so the question I'm asking everybody this week is, um, what does Black History Month mean to you? So what does it mean to you? Yes, and I, I appreciate uh, you having me on and then uh, giving me that information up front. So, <laughs> not surprised. Uh, yeah, yeah, so not not surprised. But, uh, you know, I, w- when you gave me that information, I immediately want to uh, highlight, like, a person uh, that's famous that everyone knows. And I kept going on and on. And, and I actually had one sleepless night that I that I uh, – I couldn't sleep and I kept thinking about it. I'm like, man, like this is a, a question because there's so many people. Yeah. Uh, and immediately I wanted to go to the negative. I want to talk about whiteness. I want to talk about like the, uh, the wealth gap. I want to talk mm-hmm. about, um, but that black history month is, is more about, uh, people overcoming. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy to think about all these different things, uh, that have policies that have kept us down Right. And we keep coming. We keep mm-hmm. coming back. I mean, yeah. it's like LeBron James, like putting his head down and you know what? He's going to get the and one yeah. or he's going to make oh, the yeah. bucket regardless of someone that's on his back yep. or someone that's, you know, he can be double teamed and he can have one person on his back and then another person trying to swipe up the ball. He's still going to get it yeah. up there. Uh, and, and, and so, but I, I started thinking about it more and more. And then uh, I really start to think about, Man, my grandmother. Like, how how were you born and raised? What yeah. kind of values were you taught as a kid? Yeah. Uh, my parents divorced when I was five, and I just remember being at the door uh, with with my other two siblings. There's four of us total, uh, and then my my mom was walking out, and I just remember like knowing that as a as a young kid, like sh- I there was something about the moment where you kind of knew that yeah what was happening and that That's she crazy. wasn't going to come home 
but then after that, it was all about uh, my grandmother lived uh, two blocks down, mm-hmm. down the Frazier. street, Grandma Frazier, down the street mm-hmm. from us. And so uh, when my mom left, uh, my dad was 26. So my dad That's was 26. No, See, that, yeah, I didn't even think about the age. And then Grandma Frazier down the street. Yep. Danny. Danny. Believe it, believe it. Grandma just had, had that that southern charm, and and to, uh, you know, and then after the divorce, and then Grandma just really, you know, she lived two blocks down, so we would seriously like we would walk, you know, and this is before Uber and Lyft, right? And and uh, it, and your parents taking you to school or the school bus picking you up, like we would walk two blocks to Grandma's house, pick up our lunch and walk to school mm-hmm. uh, every day. And then my, my grandpa, uh, Leonard, he would take us on the days that were raining, uh, which in Washington happens often. But uh, my, my grandmother, man, was just a rock. And then to, to get older and to look back at, like, um, what she did for her job, uh, doing the research uh, that my wife did uh, two years ago, and she looked at, like, um, my grandmother's education. So my yeah. grandmother, she finished eighth grade. Leonard finished fifth grade. Oh, wow. Eight. So that's they didn't go f- any further than that in their educational careers? No further than oh, that. Interesting. But then when okay. you look at the, the history and you look at, like, the numbers yeah. and you look at, like, segregation and you look at uh, how much schools were, were spending on that kid, mm-hmm. it was like, I, th- I think I looked at one statistic two days ago. It was like Georgia was spending $5.00 per student of color and then it was like $37 for a student that is white. Oh, that's crazy. Now think about that. Damn, I didn't know that. In that time. Um, and that still happens today though. Absolutely. I mean, we act like it doesn't. I mean, we just were talking about like funding and education that happens today and it's all to me stems from redlining. So when you look at the areas that don't have as many resources, they don't get the funding that the areas that do, you know, and part of that's the way that the, um, that the funding model set up a state mm. funding model yep. as we know yep. but um anyway yeah it just trips me out like when you say a number that's specific it really stands out when you when you actually say for per individual student the difference being five and what 37 dollars you, t- you said yep like that's crazy like that's such a how do you come back from something like that like how do you like you're down 37 five I, w- I want to go back to LeBron Rufus because any of our abodies that are listening, yep, they're like, yep. oh, he did he play? I swear to God, I did not plant the LeBron reference in his head, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. That's just, that came. But, like, coming back from th- one th- from 1-3 in the finals, you know, like $5 to $37 per student difference between blacks and white students. Over that's what you're saying? Over time. Yep. Over time. Interesting. Now, well, it, yes, uh $37 versus $5, but think about that over time. Yeah, yeah. Now think about that grades 1 through 12. Mm-hmm. Like, and that student's going to get super far behind. Right. You know, and then we have this thing that we call, like, the achievement gap. No, I think it should be called, and, and more people are getting more aware of it, and they're they're changing their conversation, or their, excuse me, they're, um, they're changing that term. Mm-hmm. It's more about the opportunity. Like, five dollars versus 37 dollars there's no opportunity there right or there's less resources so grandma frazier you know eighth grade leonard fifth grade and then they actually came from louisiana uh up here uh with jblm or fort lewis back then um 
through the military. Hmm. And so, and then that, then that's how the, f- the family got started. Yeah. Um, and then he was shipped off to war. Um, so then my grandma was living in Shalishan. Um, but, and he was a, P- so my grandpa was in the Korean war and then he was a POW twice. Oh, damn. So I just learned that over the summer. He I got was caught like, up twice? Twice. And then so for, I don't know how long it was, but when he, I'm not sure if it was the second term or the second, the, the first or the second to where they didn't know if he was going to come home. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. And then he, he ends up coming home. But then, like my grandma Frazier was the rock, but then the, the second person for Black History Month for me is uh is my dad so my dad mm-hmm. again like i said he was 26 years old four kids mm. you do the math like okay i'm 45 and i'm struggling with two right right right, right. i mean let's just put that in perspective and so um <laughs> it, it's 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 mind-boggling to think of uh again you think about all of the the oppression uh slavery pro-slavery redlining Redlining that cost uh, people of color two point one trillion dollars. Yeah. Now let's just how many Jeff Bezos is that? Or I don't, even uh, know. I, I don't know what his worth is. <laughs> but what is that? Ten, fifteen? I mean, I guess that's a question for the for the audience. Like, right. okay, two point one trillion dollars. How many Jeff Bezos is that? Or how many Bill Gates is that? And that that is. It, it's mind-boggling to yeah. think of, yeah. and then you 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 think of like all these these things that spin off of that mm-hmm. of the the oppression and all that. It's just it's. I I gotta tell you like I I, I studied cultural studies at Western, mm-hmm. uh, and then I really got a, a really good understanding, uh, and I have revisited that education like about. Uh, Ferguson for me was was oh, a, that, was that kind of like a turning point for you? It like? a, yeah, it was a turning point. It was like because you like extra woke now. Uh, <laughs> you like extra woke. I'm telling on myself right now. No, but oh, no, but like, but no. Was it was that like? Did you feel like that was what was Ferguson to you? So was that kind of like? Because Ferguson to me, I don't know, man. It just felt like. Yeah, Ferguson definitely was a moment, and then Charlottesville was a moment for me, like where absolutely, like where Charlottesville was just kind of like that moment where there literally was a young woman who died, and our president did not even acknowledge her first thing off the bat, or or the way that he acknowledged it was not that humans mattered <laughs> over his his privilege and his his white supremacist views. Absolutely. So that's when I really was like, okay, we're in a dangerous game now. Like we we got to really step up the conversation, and we really have to put it out there for what it really is, right? Um, because it was another white woman, not a not a black person. I expected if it was a black person for him to do that because of me knowing that right of the of the other things, but for it to be more powerful than a white woman dying, that's when I was like, oh, this is really real. Oh, you. You you're you're really really scared, you're scared scared. Absolutely. So like, that to me felt like okay, we really have to get out in front of this because it, fear is the most dangerous weapon on the planet, and that's what that is. Like, right. when someone can lose a life, and the the reaction is um, based out of fear because we're gonna lose our privilege. Right. Like I don't know. So to me that that was I don't know. 
I'm probably ain't gonna edit all of that out. But uh, anyway, yeah, well, we didn't talk. To, we didn't see her talk about me. Um, so going back to like Charlottesville, or I mean not Charlottesville, but um, Ferguson for you. So Ferguson for you was like. And I'm going off of a tangent too because I'm, I'm we're talking about Black History Month. I'm talking about my grandmother. <laughs> That's and, how these go, though, yeah, man. That's how these go. Uh, I'm I'll keep about, it all in there. Uh, I'm talking about my dad. You know, like those are two super influential people uh, for me. It, you know, it, it, it's uh, and I think getting into education uh, and education uh, don't get it twisted. It was it was constructed for uh, the white kid. You mm-hmm. know, and and so we were just talking about this last night, my wife and I, and and we were talking about the systems and how it was designed. It's you know, and people say that the educational system is broken. Is it? I think it's doing pretty well. Yeah, because that's how it was constructed. Yeah. Uh. So doing cultural studies at Western to to loop everything together, uh, doing cultural studies at Western and learning all these different things, and then, uh, like. Uh, the gay community and all these different writers and I'm like thinking I'm looking back thinking man like at Lincoln like we didn't we did talk about these things not at this level yeah Uh, Yeah. and so I think along the way in this journey like you just you you said extra woke but I just think it's a continuum like you just Mm -hmm. you're just literally just understanding it bit by bit by bit and then um and i think i might i i don't know i I think i'm i'm getting to a point now where uh yeah i just have a lot of questions and Mm -hmm. no answers but 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 (laughs) there's but that that's how it's supposed to work right like there is no answers because it's that ridiculous right it's that ridiculous that we're living in this time and and the the wealth gap under Obama is 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 getting wider. Yeah. And and maybe I can take some responsibility too because uh, when the person says across from me, well, things are getting, they have to be, uh, they have gotten better because we've had a black president. What? Yeah. No, they haven't. Gotten when better. the wealth gap actually increased when we had the black president i mean the the president who was black it, it was just it, it's it's mind-boggling and and these things that are yeah. said um and the the person that's across me when they say it dave it's it's like well but don't you know and they're saying it to me as if that's okay yeah and they're just totally oblivious to the things that are around us yeah it's it's yeah no, I, that's it, what it's called. Yeah. It's, it's, it's privilege. You it's get, privilege. It's you white get the privilege to not have to to worry or think about that or reflect on it. And that's kind of what I was telling you, texting the other day, is what I think most people just want is the reflection piece, at least to start, because it is a continuum. I understand that we're past that part where I don't understand or I don't get it. Why you would think that way, but I mean, I'll never not feel that way. But I'm understanding now where people are starting is trying to meet people where they're at just like a teacher would know students in a classroom right right try to meet everyone where they're at so so uh, let me ask you this so yeah I, I'm gonna um, try to make a comparison and I, I wonder what your thoughts are so the internet it's in its infancy stage we uh, Kate and I were talking about this last night mm-hmm. and how technology they're saying like the last 30 years the next 10 years is gonna move faster than, than the last 30 
Yeah. And so the the what that means and what some of the anal- the analysts are saying is like the internet it's it's really super young. Yeah. Are we young with a better understanding of race in the United States? And and I that's kind of a loaded question because I kind of know what the answer. Well, that I know what the answer is for me because mm-hmm. I'm super pessimistic after doing all this reading. <laughs> I'm pessimistic and I'm I'm not even pissed. I'm just like, wow, like what's I guess what's young to you? I I, I guess it's all relative right. because like I th- I think yeah, we still are very young in the understanding of it. But I think that there it's I think it's more about, you know, we have the systems of oppression, but those systems of oppression happen because of a mindset. And a and and so how do you crush a mindset? How do you crush something that's not even that's not tangible? We can't feel it mm-hmm. like a policy. We can't feel either, but you can feel the impacts of it. Absolutely, we can feel yeah, the yeah. impacts of, um, we can feel the impacts of the racism as well. But the mindset that it takes to be like so the mind control. I mean, it's almost like mind control, almost, but like the fear so it's all about fear it's all based out of fear so how do we take fear away from messaging and that fear is like a mindset like i'm gonna push this fear narrative or and, and people don't even do it on purpose but just that's what it is it's ingrained over generations of people so that's what we got to battle so like when the, that big black dude is walking through the mall and the little white lady's walking like that in that's innate that innate fear is Instead of like looking at them and being like, "What's up?" Oh, they're big. They're different. They're d- because of images and things that they've been told growing up. Even we have been told that. So then, on the flip side, we take on that caricature of what we've been told via media and images and imagery. That's what makes me so fascinated about getting into content creation because it's coming from a perspective. It's my perspective, which whatever you, people can like it, not like it, I don't care. But right but hopefully it's a different perspective. And so you, I don't know, man. So l- let me, I think we're still young. L- let me go further with the infancy stage and, and like comparing it to the internet and internet being young because yeah. race has been around and the construction of it. And the race is not even real was 1600s. So I guess the internet has a lot of catching up to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, with the possibility of, uh, I, because being in education, I think that we can change generations just by teaching it in mm-hmm. in school. For sure. And so, and and uh, and I know that they're in OSPI that they're talking about passing legislation to have this being taught in school. And my hope is, and this is uh, the positive side of me, that's with the idea of teaching ethnic studies in school. Yeah. Could you? like teach kids that yes we're different but then give them the space to explore that differences the differences that that they have and to uh to see themselves can can that education change gentrification or can that education change white flight and i'm challenging mm, and pushing back a little bit no no please do because when now that i'm out of education i'm seeing that there's some things that are just impossible that we it can't be teaching someone has to lose something someone has to sacrifice not lose something because you're not losing something you're gaining something you're gaining 
diversity, you're gaining equity, you're gaining access, you're gaining all of those things. But somebody has to sacrifice something because sacrifices have been made all the way up to this point on behalf of black and brown people. So to me, I'm talking that now. It's like we can't be equal and move forward. Like we have education ain't going to like magically help this gap just disappear. Like somebody has to not get that house. Somebody has to not get that job. Somebody has to, yeah, spend some time and give some things up. Somebody has to give up their privilege. Somebody might have to give up money in their bank account. And when you start talking money, people Mm. ain't really trying to lose anything. So like that's when and so that's why i say the gentrification part or the white flight or whatever because when you give up money safety there's all these other things so that's just where i'm at like as far as um do i think it can change over time i think it can but it's gonna take um from every system but to me the race the the race conversation and the bigotry changes form it does we self-segregate now segregation is still real we just do it ourselves now because that's how we've been trained. We're more segregated now than we're they more say se- yeah. the 1950s. So we've been self-segregating for what reasons? Safety. I want my kid to go to a good school. Housing. What are the schools like in this neighborhood? So that's why we like to have these conversations as being in real estate because as they've just shown in a, um, there's an article that came out, and I've mentioned this, I think, in a couple podcasts already, and um, the National Association of Realtors, I believe, somewhere did a Long Island study um, and came up with, you know, the steering that was taking place and some of the some of the biases that were happening. And so these schools and these catchment areas don't happen if it's not for realtors driving people into different areas. Mm. So redlining to me came before all of this. Like this is the this is the reason. Like we have to take it. We have to take responsibility for of that for people in real estate. And so that's why I feel like it's really important, but we don't pay attention to that. We always want to shoot to education. Remember how we were talking about whitewashing, kind of the real conversation? We don't talk about race, but we do we do equity stuff, but we don't right. talk about oh, race. That's right, right. If we're really truly talking about that, we're not going to be shoving education down people's throat because that's not the game. The game is money. The game is wealth because that's what helps get you into that neighborhood, which then doesn't then change all the school dynamics. Like that's what comes first to me like the people have to the people where do the people live where are they congregating what are they doing and so there's tribal we're all tribal as people anyway and so people are always going to like white that's why i said is it going to change white flight like because when blacks are moving in history has shown us that whites move somewhere else you know what i mean out of fear or because it's different or whatever or it is now, and then that happens, and then guess what happens? Then the prices start going up somewhere, and then whites move back in, and the blacks got to move out. And that's what's happening in Tacoma, and j- literally in Tacoma right now. So it's, and so then what's going to happen to our schools? Like, it's going to, to me, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, it, well, when people move, schools change like the yeah. population the, the population is going to change everything so like yeah. lincoln's gone through a t- stage where it probably changed to a very diverse school we went from a white all white school to a very diverse school yeah. and now that district is getting to the point pla- place where the people who live there can't buy houses there i mean the uh, that the the prices are 300 and up easy so anyway like so over time the people who are there now aren't going to be buying the houses there. So are is, are we buying? Are we p- 
could put more mi- uh, like mixed use housing in? Are we putting more rentals in? Probably not. Or maybe we are. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. So the demographics might shift once again once things start g- getting well there. You know, demographics going to change just a little bit. They're going to shift. They probably already are a little bit. Giving me more to think about. So, like, you know, just it's happening in the Lincoln District. It's happening in, it already has happened in the stadium district. Actually, there's more free and reduced there when I left. And I don't know what it is now. It's pretty diverse there now. It's more diverse than I thought it would be. It's great. Well, I don't and know, and man. That's, that's exactly happening with where I'm at right now. Yeah. That, that number of, of free and reduces going up. Yeah, it it is actually, Dave, incredibly exhausting work because as the demographics change, and in 2040, uh, Jeff Chang writes that um, the majority becomes the minority. Mm-hmm. And so with that even coming down the road, and, and you can see it happening, which it's super exciting. And that's another thing about, like, um, with ethnic studies possibly in schools and, and – um, I think that's great, by the way. I didn't want to shit. I didn't want to like. No, no, it's it's, it's, it's good. It's good because it's I, I like we we keep talking, especially when we're in Portland, um, that when you're in education, you're 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 in a box, mm-hmm. and and now that you've been able to get out of that box, there's all these other things to um, education. Is just not it's not it, but I'm thinking of uh, and I'm going back to into the educational brain. Um, where do you hit the masses? And mm-hmm. you're talking it from the money standpoint, which you know, capitalism and racism are actually. Um, yep. <laughs> we, we 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 want to separate those yeah. two. I just actually just read uh, Kindy uh, Abram Kindy's book about uh, uh, anti-racist. It's, yeah. it's super good. But when he makes that connection, and then he writes in that book that W. E. Du Bois was uh, was writing about this in the 1900s. Yeah. 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 I mean, my goodness. So, yeah. So are we just going to keep writing about it? You know what mm. I mean? And so, like, that's that's the thing is, like, that's what I like about right now is we can jump on a podcast and release whatever it is that our thoughts are on race and or what Black History Month means to us. Like, that opportunity wasn't there to have that voice when I was growing up. And so we have all these opportunities to do this, and that's why I was getting on you about, like, even people that are within the system why like we need to have this conversation with the community like we got to like it for me being in education having been there like not saying that it was frowned upon that you held you said what you what you were thinking in a public forum but I feel like there's a way to go about that if it's all about like making sure that everybody's getting you know equal treatment everybody's getting equal which what did the, every district stand for I should be able to tell talk about what why why can't I bring this conversation to the community? I'm serving the community. Like this is this this partnership must take place and in order for this partnership to really do the things that we need it to do and make strides, we have to have hard conversations and we have to disagree too publicly. Mm. You know what I mean? Cuz that's growth. Because that's growth. Growth isn't comfortable. Growth is uncomfortable. So like that to me like there's a, a an avoidance and so again it's just like kind of that veiling of we want to have the conversation but we're, we don't really want to have the conversation we kind of want to keep things the same mm, yep yep we kind of want to just keep things the same that's what we do in education we do it in all facets the you look at the primaries you look at the democratic primary eh, i'm good like I, none of the like there there are some people that was like oh interesting 
but what do we end up with? The same. Like, and I'm just like, well, yeah, we want to talk about that. How about these people right here support those people who are coming up? That would be dope. Then that's what we call real innovation and real partnership because it's hard and it's not normal. Like that person. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's where I'm at, man, in my head right now. Like just I'm done having the conversation. I'm done. Like, let's make moves. I love it. <laughs> this is so good. Let's make moves, you know. Um, so that's that's just. And by make moves, I mean, I don't mean financially. I mean, like, let's have this conversation. Like, let's let's really push forward the thinking. Let's really dive into our communities. Let's really have conversations. Let's really, like, touch base with each other on a human level and, and really, like, love each other. But I don't want to sit and talk about it anymore. Like, that's that's a waste of my time. We've been talking about it a long time. We have been. <laughs> We're talking about it right now. We just spent a lot of time talking about it right now. See, I'm 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 a hypocrite just just in general right now. So it's all good. Well, tell tell people how they can find you online. We gotta wrap this conversation up, man. By the way, this is my family member. Like this is we talk like this all the time. Like so, this has been real good and real comfortable. This is a real long one. I'm gonna have to definitely edit some stuff out. But um, so tell me tell people how they can find you online. You know, this is a great question because <laughs> you can't. I'm good. Like, I, and, and and here's the reason why too. Um, there is a a reason because as a school counselor, you know, I I do a lot of FaceTime with with kids. But then within that FaceTime with kids and and adults, uh, teachers, community members, admin, like I. I mean, you know me, Dave. Like when yeah. you when you you talk to me, I'm I'm all in. And then uh, when I go home, I don't want to be online. Yeah. Um, and then I have uh I have two kids too. Like like they're fourteen and excuse me. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's fourteen and she's thirteen. And and when I get home, I gotta change the hat. And it just seems like there's just not enough time. You don't gotta justify why you're not online, man. It's all good. My goodness, you asked, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't answer the question, so that's my answer to the question. No, it's all good. Um, but they can fight. You're at Meeker, right? So if people have any questions or anything like that, do they, can they reach out to you at Meeker Middle School? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, cool. just click on the website and just go to the contacts. Thank you for listening, and we will be up with our next one. If, don't forget to hit that add button or subscribe, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace.